Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. All right, welcome to the Bamcast right here. Hey, Bamcast. yeah, yeah. all right. An yeah. hour of variety yeah. for you from us. Number 26, if you keep the track of this nightmare. And you should, yeah. because it's a running storyline. It is. <laughs> yeah, you, it's episodic. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah, that's that's who we are. We, we weren't earlier. Yeah. yeah. Once but, again, cannot get all four of us in the same room. No. <laughs> well, we couldn't have Virtual done that. Virtual or otherwise. Yeah, we couldn't have done that anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are here to talk about things. What we've been watching, not our normal show. Uh, it's still mm-hmm. on hiatus, I guess you would say. Um, yeah, yeah we'll but we, we did give ourselves some homework this week. We all watched the same mo- movie. Um, uh, movie. Technically unquote, a movie. 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 It is a movie. Feature film length presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We watched. Let's talk about Force of Nature. It's a. <laughs> It's a new movie. Uh-huh. Is it? Well, I have no idea. It, it's, a, it's a 2020 film. We can cross one off our 2020 list. Right. This is now up Great. for Oscar consideration, I guess. When we do Golden Jocks, this is now <laughs> a possible winner. It's this oh or Sonic. God. I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, for BJ. I mean... <laughs> well, you know, this whole this whole Rona business has fucked up my 20 in 2020 and 2020 oh, right. declaration. Yes. Something has to happen. What, what every were you year. gonna do? Twenty what? <laughs> twenty 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 movies in twenty twenty. Oh, okay, okay. Lofty goals. Well, but here's one. Yeah, here's one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I'm up to four now. All right, <laughs> only a month to go. <laughs> yeah, one more, and you got a top five. <laughs> yeah, this is a um, shovelware movie. Basically, I don't know when they filmed it. <laughs> okay, I, that's you know, a good way to describe I, it. I, you know, like this is get some people that had careers at one point in time and put them in a movie and say go and it feels like they had the loosest of plots to go on and then they were just kind of like i don't know wing it because man if you thought hurricane heist was like a well thought out action film which we kind of enjoyed it i enjoyed uh, hurricane heist hurricane heist knew what it was and wasn't yeah. trying to be I feel like for half this movie, or maybe not even half, this this movie is very schizophrenic because every time you think you know what the tone of this movie is going to be, it changes. Mm-hmm. And when it first started, I was like, are you going for some Copland vibe in this piece of shit? Like, I mean, like, I just like, it was like real heavy handed and like, oh, it's like everything sucks about being a cop and depression. And I've just seen so much misery. And Yeah, main character was going to blow his head off. Right. And then like. <laughs> the movie does start with an inspirational uh, scene of a guy crying in the shower with a Glock in his mouth. Right. Well, actually, basically. I think there's a cold open bit first. Which is later in the movie, and then it's like, oh, but yeah. like oh, six yeah, hours right. before. It, and it shows us the end of the second act, and then it's like right. 12 hours earlier. Right, and here's the fucked up thing. With no context for even what I was about to watch, like I knew nothing except for the has-beens and never-wers that were, are in this movie, and mm-hmm. 
like I was I honestly thought they were on a ship. Like the camera was shaking and everyone was like <laughs> looking like they were sick and I thought they were like, Oh, they were in a ship that got tossed by the fucking hurricane or whatever force of nature that is about to be in this movie. And then it turns out no, they're just in a shit ass super soundproof apartment complex. <laughs> um, because this apartment complex is dilapidated and also the fucking like THX auditorium of soundproofing because like <laughs> nobody has a fucking clue what is going on anywhere else in this whole building and there is some crazy shit happening in the rest of this building mm-hmm. not crazy and like, there are good. explosions that yes. nobody notices there, like full C4 yes three, door three bricks exploding. of C4 go off on the exterior of a door and nobody like hears it or anything like and there's even like a, a, an ex-cop in a piece of shit Mel Gibson in this movie and like he's three floors up i mean i don't know in this like open you know it's one of those like atrium style apartments where like everything's built over a center open sort of plan and so like everything that's on the outside of those doors like a motel should be heard by everyone else that's in there like if you've ever stayed in a motel that's what happens when all the doors are just right there oh yeah yeah i i've been in hotels with thick ass doors yeah. and you can still hear every fucking thing that happens right. outside yeah. yeah so i mean <laughs> these doors just... are like closet doors at, uh, in beach houses but yeah like <laughs> it, okay so like you're like all right the hurricane heist i guess except like if it's in puerto rico and it's like actually like as the hurricane's hitting like you know like i feel like the hurricane heist was like the hurricane was coming in but like it just kind of got in the way towards the end this was like no the hurricane's part of our plan basically like the hurricane in the hurricane heist just kind of got in the way i think i feel like at the end no i think hurricane heist was let's get out i think their plan was the hurricane okay but i think like their plan was not like let's start when the hurricane starts it was like we're gonna use the hurricane at the end to get the fuck out of here it was like this is like oh everyone will be evacuated now will be a great time to go in and fucking steal some shit and it's like is it? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I, I feel like this movie's plot was just a heist no matter when. Right. It just so happened that there was a hurricane at the time. Yeah. Okay. Also, by the way, tone deaf is shit. Like, yeah. last year, wasn't it last year that uh, a hurricane devastated Puerto Rico? I mean, and they mm-hmm. had an, it's like another one this year that was pretty year shitty, now, too? Unfortunately, because climate change. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to be glib. I'm saying, like, it's hard to keep track because hurricanes are yeah, fucking still, insane like, now we had they a actually they actually national... referenced the hurricane well, I, that i know i know i understand them. it the whole throwing fucking paper towels and i'm here to save you and all that bullshit yes i remember this <laughs> it's, yeah. they also used stock footage from yeah yes the That's, hurricane this is yeah. uh but they also did... like it was awful in puerto rico an absolute national tragedy absolutely and let's just use that as a movie setting this year with fucking shit-ass Mel Gibson and shit-ass Emile Hirsch. So wait, I, did I miss something about him? Because like when this was presented as we we're going to watch this, did I miss his fucking fall from grace? He, or like, he have beat up a movie executive at some point. He did a bunch of mushrooms or some shit and then beat up a, a lady executive at okay. Sundance. Yeah. Okay, I missed this. I don't know. I don't it's, keep up. You know, it was it was right around the time this movie was being advertised, and everyone was like, "Oh wow, your whole cast is shitbirds. That's great." Did, did Kate Bosworth do something shitty too? That I don't know about. I don't know. No, she, she's just married to the director. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's kind of shitty. <laughs> well, this movie could have used a little more polish. Uh, yeah. uh, the director's name is either Michael Polish or Polish. I don't know which. Yeah. So. I, I got two things to say about this movie. All right. And that's really it. One is I am 
kind of amazed at how shitty everything about Mel Gibson is in this movie. Like, don't get me wrong. He deserves it. Like, he should be just shit on in anything. But if you're hiring Mel Gibson and Mel Gibson came in to replace Bruce Willis, by the way, who said, no, thanks. (laughs) And they picked up the phone and said, get Mel Gibson on the phone. You bring in Mel Gibson and he's this fat chronically ill dying person who also seems drunk at the same time and is on a lot of oxy and is just staggering around and coughing his lungs out and the whole movie he is just seems like the worst person not not just like he's a terrible person which also he is but seems like the worst health the worst everything and then the way he goes out kind of just like rounding a corner like let's do this and then fucking gets massacred by Bull- I'm like this is the least respectful movie I've ever seen treat Mel Gibson why do you hire Mel Gibson the only real like star power that you're holding on to and treat him like this it's weird again I don't care I just find it fascinating that they're like yeah get Mel Gibson in here sexiest man alive get him in here <laughs> oh he's a he's a total piece of shit <laughs> Did Mel Gibson's character do anything in this movie? He uh, shot. He shot one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, yes. Sure. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. No. No. He absolutely shot one guy because when the lady cop was held at gunpoint, she went to the wrong door, and then he came out and shot the guy from the side. Yes, that's right. And he was going to shoot the guy that was fighting with Emil Hirsch, but then Kate Bosworth shot him instead. Right. Because so. she used to shoot turkeys. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then stitch him up so she could be a doctor. <laughs> Man, like, uh, okay. Like, I don't really want to talk about this movie because it's a huge waste of time, but there's a couple things I do want to bring up. And one, like I said, this movie... I'm sure one of yours is going to be the other thing I want to say. Okay. So. No, please go right ahead because I'm curious. No, 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 no. I just... I. The whole thing about this movie that kept me interested in it is that it sets up a thing. It very clearly sets up a thing. Oh, the stupidest and you're like, thing. I like, I, you're like, I know how this movie's going to end because you have set up a thing and I'm ready for this thing to happen. And it fucks it up. It fucks it up so badly. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable how badly they fuck up the one cool thing they could have done in this movie. Yeah. It, 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 it's, you're talking it's about Janet, to, right? <laughs> yes, I'm talking about Janet. Damn it. Yeah. Exactly. It is... Jesus Christ, you have you have done this long con to get to this point where all you have to do is point the bad guy at this location and, get, and say the thing you want is in there and they still can't even do it right. And then when they do it, it's just like I, they might as well have just cut to black. That's how I fucking they, awful they cut is. to worse than black. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong in thinking someone threw a stuffed animal like that? It actually kind of looked like that. Somebody and then digitally blurred it. Yeah, <laughs> no, somebody dragged a like. A blurry picture of no. a cat across <laughs> I mean, the screen that's possible at that moment. Too. I just yeah. I, what I meant when I said stuffed animal is like okay. So the spoiler is like there is one dude like this. This might as well like this movie also kind of wants to be like Hotel Artemis or something where it's just like what if there's one building where like every fucking crazy person lives in this one building because there's right. one dude like I'm not whatever we get a backstory I really don't care but this dude has a. Is it a lion? I don't know. He has some kind of large cat. They never I thought wrote... it was a tiger, but then when you see whatever digital blur it is, it looks like a tiny or panther, panther of yeah, some kind. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a fox with mange. Okay. 
So he has, he supposedly has some sort of large cat. Uh, he basically like, okay, so this character is black and he got assaulted by police officers. And then he was basically like, he got a settlement check and was like, I'm going to buy this rescue cat and I'm going to teach it to murder police officers. <laughs> Not with the intention of like setting it upon police officers, just this like weird catharsis. I'm going to keep this cat and, you know, have it nearly maul me and keep it in my apartment and behind this locked door. So of yeah. course the punchline in the movie is eventually like the bad guy is going to escape in the police van and has taken Emil Hirsch's uh, uniform to better blend in. And then Emil Hirsch is like, oh, hey, I think what you really want is in this door over here. <laughs> but the reason why I said I think someone just threw a stuffed animal at him is like, um, you know, you know what a cat looks like standing up? Well, the cat, whatever they threw and or animated was just straight out legs, <laughs> like cat standing up move. Yeah, it was just stuck in one pose, yes, yes. and it just <laughs> and went, it just went right across the like, screen. It's yeah. so bad. And it's so fucking bad. And that's why I was like, was it just a, like a, a, a standing stuffed animal? Like, is that what you know, or was it just like, yeah, like VJ said, fine clip art blur uh, and drag across screen <laughs> yeah. with Adobe Flash? It's like they, like they took a clip art of one of those Halloween cats with the fur standing up on its back and just dragged that across the screen. I know why this movie had to come out in 2020. Flash support is ending at the end of the year, so oh, they, right, had to, yeah. they had to hurry up and get this get that animated so. yeah they animated that shit on new grounds yeah <laughs> so yeah that actually wasn't one of the things i was going to bring up oh Strangely, really okay yeah, no, well, no, no, that no, was no. like the thing that pissed me off so much because like throughout the film i was like this sucks but it's kind of interesting in the worst possible ways sure. and i'm kind of interested to see how this pans out because i know what the thing is going to be and then they fuck up the thing yes but anyway, go yes ahead. but <laughs> All right. So as we as we said, Emil Hirsch is distraught at the beginning of the movie for kind of reasons unknown because it's horribly edited. What you see is okay. I think he's a cop or maybe a security guard. I don't know because this movie again is not. Present. He's a cop. He's he is. A he is a cop, cop. Eventually, we find this. I know he eventually. But when you're discovering this, it's like okay, he's in a car, not in uniform, but he's dry humping or dry ladies dry humping him and he has a walkie talkie and he says something and then it's like a flash of him inside and a gun going off and then him looking sad and he's in a tub with a gun in his mouth and you hear a gunshot off screen and you're like, okay, what happened? Did he shoot his girlfriend in the car? Like, or did she somehow get shot in I don't understand. And then he just goes to work and it's just like, fuck it. I don't care about my job. And that's his news. Like he was suicidal five minutes ago and now he's just like, yeah, whatever. Not my job, man. And it's like, okay, this is a weird turn. And then he gets partnered with, Hey, go with rookie Gonzalez over here. Uh, and pick up people that don't want to evacuate. And he's like, what? No, I don't want it. All right. (laughs) You know? So then he spends like the next 20 minutes of just like, Man, why are you even trying? Crime's always going to be here. Like I'm fucking nihilistic cop here, and and then it's like, and then all of a sudden it's like shit kind of starts to go down. And he's like, all right, jokey time. I'm in John McClane mode, and it's like, what the fuck is happening yeah. in this movie? And and as you said, it's just, he gets over his depression real quick. Yeah, it's real weird. And then it's just like you know, then he's hitting on Kate Bosworth, who's Mel Gibson's daughter or something, and uh-huh. he's yeah, like you said, he's hacking up along. He's you know you know, captain seen too much shit and smoked all the cigarettes and drank all the beer, you know, and so he's fucked up everything and yeah, yeah. just ex cop and then but also like this weird ass place it's just like, oh, guess what? There is a son of an ex Nazi. I'm sure in the script it was an ex Nazi until they were like he would carry, have to be a hundred carry the one you know and they're like uh, no. yeah <laughs> yeah so like, when that first came up when the guy was like are you a nazi yeah, i was like and i was like, wait hold the phone <laughs> i was like okay even if like 
he's in at the very like young age of like 15 or 16. Uh, holy shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what? Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, I was just quickly doing the math and I was like, that dude doesn't look 90 plus. <laughs> um, My father was a Nazi. Trust <laughs> me. I promise. Well, they, I feel I like they, not someone, a Nazi. I feel like they filmed the other scene and then they had to throw that in because someone was yeah. like, uh, you know, World War II in 1945 <laughs> and it's 2020, right? Like, that's a lot of years. Yeah, and so like they had this other scene where he's like, "Yeah, my father, Nazi, gave me this art," and that's what the fucking dudes are there to steal is fucking stolen Nazi paintings, stolen Nazi art. Yeah, yeah. that's in Fuck this weird, you. Let weird stolen fucking, Nazi art get restolen. Well, I'm just saying, like weird fucking you know tenement building in Puerto Rico. It's just weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say like you know, this this movie doesn't portray it. like you know, like, I've seen I've seen buildings look worse and like in worse shape and worse you know poverty in other movies. I'm just saying like this movie goes out of its way to basically like try to say like now these people have money or incomes or anything like it's you know other the insides of all these apartments are pretty okay. Yeah, well then maybe at the end possibly the the German guy actually owned the building or Emil Hirsch was just fucking with the dude. I can never tell which. But it's, it's possibly not, like who knows he, you know, in his guilt was just like everybody can come live here as long as you take one of my pieces of art into your house. Okay, so I don't, I don't know. It, yeah. It's not worth any brain power that they didn't bother to put in. So, right. The, so yeah. the the couple of things that I love hate about this movie okay. is that so what's his nuts kills his girlfriend whatever in New York mm-hmm. decides fuck it all I'm going to Puerto Rico to be a desk cop doesn't bother to learn a fucking thing about Spanish or anything, and is just blissfully stupid about it, no matter where he... I'm like, why the fuck did you decide to go to Puerto Rico? I know. That's the thing. I, thought, like, I, no, I did think is, that they said that he got sent down there, I think, yeah. I maybe? think it was like, you know, you've been busted down to... Like, like a New York but City But how do you get can, sent from yeah, New York That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's like, not Rico. how it works. It's no, not a national no, system. It's, it's not. That's what I mean. It's not like, you know, they could just be like, oh, we're sending you to Poughkeepsie. And it's like, no, no like, yeah. Poughkeepsie... You, you just go to Schenectady yeah. or something. You don't fucking... You don't fucking go to Puerto Rico. Yeah. So, so, so like, he's there, doesn't know shit about anything, well, and doesn't care. The best part about that, though, is his name is Cardillo. And like for whatever yeah. reason, all of the the Puerto Rican me- residents keep going, "Hey, Cardillo," and he's like, "My name is Cardillo," and it's like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? Like you can't pronounce the double L correctly, and then be like, "I don't want to speak any fucking Spanish, dude." Yeah, it it and it seems like half of the people in the in the fucking movie don't speak Spanish. No, the right. black guy doesn't speak Spanish. The Nazi doesn't speak Spanish. Mel Gibson doesn't speak Spanish. Um. Mel Gibson's daughter, I don't think... I don't think she does either. Yeah. No. Um, It's just all the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. All the bad guys and the good cop lady. Yeah. Who is the only... Like, she's the only thing that I found actually decent. She's pure. Like, her character doesn't have to have a romantic arc or anything. She's just there to be us basically I, I, and just go man all of this fucking sucks <laughs> all right so and, and like i said please do not take this as too much praise because it is the minimal amount due um but like i will say for a movie that is like generally as tone deaf as this kind of is i mean a and setting it in post in puerto rico post hurricane devastation to casting mel gibson to everything else mm-hmm. i will say that like at least like the the female characters in this movie are capable they're not damsels in any way like Kate yeah. Bosworth like tries to choke a dude out and you know like like it's and it's never like oh she got hurt more than him when she got thrown against the wall it's like 
they're equally capable of like giving and taking ass beatings, mm-hmm. which I, you know, appreciate in a movie that seems like it wouldn't care about that, <laughs> especially with like yeah. the way Mel Gibson is acting, where it's just like, hey, sweetheart, blah, 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 you know, yeah. ladies, yeah, you know, I, I love and that. The... Well, I love that two main characters in this know who that who, who the main dude is and know his backstory. It takes them a second, but they're like, hey, you're that New York cop who killed your girlfriend. I'm like. How in the living fuck would you people know that? <laughs> no, well, whatever. Because like the one guy is like, I know everything. I'm John the Baptist. I'm like, what? what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was brought that up guy earlier, knowing about this, but it doesn't mean like. His, yeah, I know it was brought up earlier. Doesn't but... mean anything. Like why I would why he would know about him or yeah, like it's real dumb. Yeah, the, I'm the Baptist. I read the New York Times. Like, okay, <laughs> Mel Gibson's character though is theoretically supposed to be from some sort of New York that hasn't existed since people stopped trying to do New York accents like that. So yeah. maybe he has, he's got some connections or something. Hey, sure. Maybe, maybe if they make him do funny accents, he's like less likely to say racial epithets. <laughs> uh, yeah. He still kind of does. Well, I mean, less likely. I didn't say impervious. Just, like, yeah. you know, this You're is right. like the, the tapered Noel Gibson. Yeah. I find it moderately offensive that they have decided to either exploit or benefit Puerto Rico by filming there, mm-hmm. and then they cast a whole bunch of white people as the main characters, and all the bad characters are, are people of color. Um, oh, with the exception it, it, of the partner cop, yes. Sure, but I mean, it's just, like, why? Like, I understand, maybe it was cheap to film there, but then I looked it up, and this movie cost like $21 million to make. I'm like, what the fuck did you spend that money on besides corruption? <laughs> Mel Gibson I guess I don't know I there's no way certainly not on a good colorist because (laughs) man somebody put the fucking blue filter through premiere and just Mm. let that shit ride yeah everything just look at the poster that's what the movie looks like Mm -hmm. like the movie Um, like like for once the poster delivers exactly what the movie looks like yeah it's actually no I'll say no because Mel Gibson, Emil Hirsch, and Kate Bosworth on the poster mm-hmm. have more yellow yeah. and normal skin tones sure. than anybody did in the entire their rest Photoshop, of the movie. Because they also took about 10, 15 years off of Mel Gibson. But oh yes, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. And like, Kate, man, eh, no, that's not doing her any favors. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let I, me I, let me embiggen it and reevaluate. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like that's you know, she looks better than when she was playing the. You know, Louisiana crack horror or whatever she was in that but one movie. Like I'm actually oh, that Jason Statham movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually kind of glad that like that's not how she normally looks. Like I'm not right. saying she's fat in this. I'm just like, oh, you're healthy. <laughs> yeah, that that was un- an un- unhealthy look. Yes. But... Yeah. I, I mean, like I was just like, oh, thank you for not looking like that all the time. Yeah. Like like another Olsen twin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're you're gonna if you have Amazon Prime, you probably will have seen this art at some point and have been curious about it. You, oh, you don't need pro to tip. Be. Uh, I I don't I haven't tried all of the digital assistants, but uh, uh, I believe I picked up my Siri remote and said, "All right, show me some of that asshole Mel Gibson's movies." And this was number <laughs> two of the search results. <laughs> Did you phrase it exactly like yeah, that? Yeah, I picked up the remote nice. and said, "Show me some of that asshole Mel Gibson's movies." And I was like, "I don't really see that Mel Gibson movie, but how about this?" And I was like, "Your movie starring Mel Gibson's asshole." <laughs> so I just, you know, just pro tip: uh, have some fun, and if you are going to look this up, <laughs> yes, yeah. it's it's more fun than actually watching this. Yeah, 
Um, so, yeah, there it's was, not terrible, there but were, it's it doesn't hurt bad. to watch. It's just really shitty and it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. In, like it towards the end, it really bordered. Like I was. I was all right with sitting through it. And then I felt like the last 20 minutes, I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, Emil Hirsch just like turned on the Joker button towards the end or something. And I mean that in like the Joaquin Phoenix, like, you know, people think this is good acting uh, button. And I'm here to confirm, like, there are actors in this movie. This is confirmed because not one of them was acting like a human being. So they were doing something. <laughs> and <laughs> the, uh, the script could have used uh, seven or eight more passes. Yeah. Like the, the yeah. partner lady cop and, and, and the dude with the cat are like the only two people I felt were like, I buy them as humans. Like yeah, I, that dude has acted in something before that I'm pretty <laughs> sure I have enjoyed. I can't remember his he, name, though. It's unfortunate. Like, I'm not doing the, uh, some racist shit. I'm just saying, like, at first I was like, he looks like the dude from Kickboxer, even though that's not possible. <laughs> like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like, and I was like, but you look like a younger version of him. Like, I'm like, I know it can't be the same dude. It's not remotely possible because that was 30 fucking years ago but yeah yeah and i was just like well i don't yeah just it was throwing me off because we just watched that and i was like that like i was like i feel like i've seen you before and i was like oh he does kind of sort of look like the dude from kickboxer you know yeah Yeah. anyway but yeah my only other like stupid comment was uh like my gene shallot thing was like more like forced manure yeah (laughs) Yeah. 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 i get it yeah um good one or I, I, at first, I was, I was like, I was trying multiple takes on that because I was like, oh, Force Majorly sucked. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, no, Force Manure, that's funny. Force Major Disappointment. Yeah. Force Manure. Yeah. More like uh-huh. Force of <laughs> Blacher. <laughs> Nailed it. We're done. That's yeah. perfect. That's Cut. perfect. Print. Um. So, so I can springboard off of that with something directly connected to it, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so yeah. because of this movie and another movie that Harlow and I recently watched on uh, Amazon Prime, uh, it served up one of those Bruce Willis movies to me. And I was like, I'm at work and there's nothing going on today because everyone's on vacation but me. Let's watch this. So I watched Trauma Center. 2019's Trauma Center. Hmm. Uh, guess what? It's made by the same seven production companies as Force oh of Nature God. and you is filmed in Puerto Rico. Hmm. <laughs> the plot thickens. Yeah. Uh, this movie stars Bruce Willis and Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Are the stonecutters back in? Or... <laughs> Why the that is a combo I never thought would happen in my life. That is amazing. <laughs> well, you broke Harlow. Congratulations. Uh, uh, temporary placeholder for the name I can't remember. <laughs> All right, I'm good. Yeah. Um, they both appear in this film. that again, takes place in Puerto Rico with a bunch of other white people. Uh-huh. It's it's not even watchable. I, I couldn't even finish it. That's how bad it is. It's it's just Lady sees something and Bruce Willis cop has to kind of protect her. But then because he was only there for two days, he's barely in it. So he just wanders out of the movie from time to time. And you're like, where's Bruce Willis? I thought he was going to protect this lady. And the lady was like, yeah, 
me too. And so she has to do it herherself. Um, there, uh, by the way, there is something wrong with Bruce, Bruce Willis. Like, I don't know if he's had a head injury or something, but I actually, when I turned the movie off, I was like, wow, Steve Gutenberg's a better actor than Bruce Willis is. You're not wrong. It was, well, I, there's something wrong with him. I, I don't know what it is. I, I mean, part of it is, of course, he doesn't give a shit, but there's also just something wrong with the way he's performing. It's not normal. There's something wrong with him. Hmm. And I'm a little worried, not a lot worried, but, you know, it, I, it, it was sad, really, just watching him, like, like try to act. And I'm like, God, what are you doing, guy? Um, I don't know. I I hope it's are not you sure you know, it like wasn't an actual... just like a thing he was trying to do. Like, no, okay, no, okay, because cool. it was it was it was like he was medicated or just got new teeth and they were too big for his mouth or any number of weird, odd things that could be wrong with him. It wasn't it was in no way him trying to do a thing, because if there's one thing Bruce Willis is not known for, it's <laughs> trying to do a new thing. <laughs> and he sure as hell wasn't busting it out in this fucking thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh my God, it's fucking terrible. Mm. Just, just, I mean, I didn't even know Gutenberg was in it. <laughs> the Goot. Like, he showed up on screen. I'm like, wait, what? I'm watching a Bruce Willis, Steve Gutenberg movie. And like He's Tito Ortiz is the time. bad guy. It's like, it's. Wait, I isn't Tito Ortiz a ba- baseball player? No, he's a, a he's fighter. an MMA dude, he, isn't yeah. he? He's a punch oh, and kick guy. Right, okay. Yeah. You're punch, thinking of Tito. It's Puente. like it's all in the mind. <laughs> no, Tito Puente is a percussionist. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an interesting fight though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that, there's there's a weird tie-in. Same production company, same... Like I said, Bruce Willis was supposed to be Mel Gibson in that other movie, and I think maybe there was something so broken in him. They were like, no, why don't, why don't you just go home? <laughs> we're going to call in Mel Gibson and not Steve Gutenberg. Man, if they had replaced him with Steve Gutenberg, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg is force of nature. Yeah. Yes. So, anyway. um, Well, uh, so we've talked about two bad, bad movies. As I in want stay to stay away. Yes, okay. I want to quickly highlight a good bad movie. As in, uh, this would probably get. I'd give it a couple jocks. Twenty um, Eleven's Priest, starring um, Paul, Paul Bettany. Bettany. Yeah. Oh, Carl Urban, and Cam Newton Gigandet Gigandet. <laughs> Gigande. Oh, Cam Gigabit Internet. I, I'm really big <laughs> yes. fan of them. <laughs> yes, Cam Gigabit Internet. Thank you. Yeah, and Maggie Q. Oh. Um, oh, okay. Well, if you have a if you have a, a Cam Gigabit Internet, you'll never be in a Maggie Q. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this is based off of a comic, which I believe... Harlow, have you read the comic? No. No, I want to Priest. say this, this was like some one of those just like super indie comic things. Like, I don't know. People like comic movies, grab something like, you know, like, I don't know that people, I don't know that people have heard about this one before the movie. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm a little out of it. I thought we, I, I thought we had a discussion about priest. I've talked about preacher. Preacher. Like, preacher. Is the one yeah. That, okay. Which they, you know, turned into right. that weird TV show. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's where I got confused. Yeah. Um, 
so this is in the near future dystopic apocalypse sort of thing where um or far future i can't tell um where uh zombies are eyeless speedy goblin creatures and the only <laughs> thing that can defeat them are uh priests for some reason because they don't really explain why the priests are the only thing that could defeat them, but that's what happened. And then the church took over. And, um, like, they defeated the zombies, but they didn't really defeat them. This is the real dumbass part, is they... <laughs> they put them on reservations, is how it's described in the movie. They put the, like, remaining zombies in quote-unquote reservations. Like, they buried them underground sort of like in missile silos is what it looks like sure. um, which is a great idea if you don't want zombies to come back but um uh carl Ur urban and a train full of zombies kidnaps um cam gigabit internet's daughter and cam gigabit internet goes to paul bettany to beg him to uh become a priest again and save his daughter and um it's real dumb, but it's <laughs> dumb in all the fun ways. Uh, I do not recommend watching it alone, not because it's scary, but because it's good to just kind of like have a friend to go and <laughs> see this shit. Um, <laughs> Carl Urban wears a cool hat that never comes off of his head unless he wants it to, um, even on top of a speeding train. Those are the best hats. Yeah. It's a good hat. Um he probably went to Urban the Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what his trailer is called. Um, <laughs> but um, the CG creepy crawly zombie naked mole rat looking things are way better than the cat in um, Force mm. of Nature. Oh. <laughs> but it's a it's a dumb like it's a dumb popcorny ride. It's there's some real stupid ass Carl Urban <clears throat> with vampire teeth mouth. Uh, dialogue. Um, what kind of accent is Carl Urban doing? Evil. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, like it's this? kind of like just a touch of Southern evil. Mm. Oh, I do declare. <laughs> no, not, no, 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 no. That's too much. That's too much. Oh, more like this, where you're just kind of cold and calculating from the South? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Like where it's so subtle that it's almost blending with a little like Britishy feeling, mm. but not yeah. quite. It's kind of nondescript. I, I, would I call guess. that the plantation owner. Not just quite. Saying, well, not no, quite well, I mean, yeah, all right, yeah. I just not mean like that's that's kind of like what? Yes, a little foghorn leghorn. You know, it's just like a, a little bit, yeah. just just what? a touch of it. Yeah. And Paul Bettany's you... going full like. Oh, he will. This is what a priest sounds like. Ah, Did you I'm going to murder you with knives. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see Legion? Also, with I Paul was just going to say, I always confuse this movie with Legion because they're kind Maybe. of the you should same thing. I just I'm saying Paul Bettany for a while was like, oh dude, get him! Like he will be into your in your genre movie and commit. Yeah. Like, you know, okay. if nothing else, like, you know, maybe the movie's not great, but he will fucking commit. So, like... He does commit. Yeah. yeah. I will I will commend him Legion's for that. Legion's pretty but... good. Doesn't have that... Doesn't have Dennis Quaid in it, too? Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah, that one's pretty great. Cool. That's where they're all trapped in a diner yeah. and they're vampires, I think. Yeah, oh, this one has Christopher Plummer. I forgot about that. Priest does? Yeah. Yes. 
Hmm. Well, they couldn't have Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Being a priest is <laughs> never mind. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, this one probably would ring in around two jocks, maybe three, if I've had a couple beers. Hmm. Um, that sounds like a recommendation. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> like, I mean, there are a million movies in front of it in the queue, right? But uh, that one was on Prime. Uh, it is on Netflix, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, probably as of the release of this podcast, it will be on Netflix for just a couple more days. So. Oh, oh, that is on that shit. That is one of the reasons that it was viewed. Yeah, I, that was my next question. Why? <laughs> just the leaving so leaving soon screen. You're like, oh no, it's time to watch Priest. Yeah. Um, one of my friends is uh, heading out for a while, and um, like came over and we had pizza and movie night. So, um, it was one of those. I don't know what to watch, uh, and she said. I just saw this thing was leaving Netflix soon, so let's give it a shot. If it sucks, we'll change it. So it kind of sucked, but in that, like, in the fun way. So enjoy Priest before November 30th. Or not. I'm not your fucking dad. <laughs> it's probably just leaving there to go to one of the other services. Sure. Yeah, who gives up, a shit about there. this movie? Yeah. <laughs> But that's all that's all I have for this week. Okay. Uh yeah. I mean, other than like catching up on shows, like I mean, Mandalorian still continues to be really great, I think. Um Yeah. I mean, I thought last week's episode was really great too. I mean, it just uh right right stuff just wrapped up again. I don't know if they're I don't know if they're gonna do more. Like, I mean Yeah, I don't I don't really want to spoil like the, good don't no i just i mean like the reason for the season you know like why what what's it like what the point of the season was like where they want to you know there's obviously more space shit that could happen from where the season oh, okay. ends and i just don't know if like i don't remember like where the book decides to like stop it doesn't end with gordo cooper going higher farther and faster than than maybe, anyone yeah like yeah something like that maybe okay but that's how the movie ends. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Then there's that, like the, you know, the crash and the walk away thing and all, you know, how the movie ends and stuff. But yeah, I just like, I don't remember exactly where the book ends and like if it ever was like oh, another shit happens in the space program too. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I don't know if they're just like going to Game of Thrones this and just be like, yeah, we're, we're just going to slowly but surely cover the entire space program or something. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I just don't know what their end game was. I don't know if they're like going to, hey, we just wanted to do a, this and we're done <laughs> you know <laughs> apparently they they popped up a uh, documentary on disney plus slash nat geo to capitalize and they've got the real right stuff which is just like full of documentary footage so ah i don't you know Good on. i might give it a try just because like you know it would if those are well done i like watching space documentaries yeah so yeah I mean, it's unfortunate uh, in the title but you know i'm just saying like it's like you know got to get people to watch your net geo content somehow i guess <laughs> hey dumb fuck stop watching frozen for the 50th time come watch some learning <laughs> shit come watch some real stuff <laughs> yeah learn you know it's shit. colder than frozen space <laughs> <laughs> come watch this um, elsa <laughs> uh i got one more thing 
And uh, I kind of did this for Mackie's sake, and I wish he was here. But uh, per our discussion on our last episode about the Borat movies and if they held up or not. Okay. uh, That led us to talking about the Austin Powers movies and if those held up or not. And I volunteered myself to rewatch the Austin Powers movies. Um, Pretty much how I figured it would go down in that a lot of the quotable stuff is super cringy. But then there's a lot of like secret jokes that are really good, like just little lines that people don't quote and therefore you don't necessarily remember. But then when the movie hits you with it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a good joke. Thank you. Um, I mean, I feel like I've always been lucky with that anyway, because the shit I usually find funny in movies is not the like the thing in the trailer that everyone latches sure. onto. Like I said, yeah. the funniest well, things I, in movies I think to the me problem, are the little the, moments, the, you know, the thing to the thing to discover was was the cultural impact of this movie so distracting that the movie itself would suffer for it because it's just your fucking idiot office coworker is still saying this shit unironically and it's like okay stop just this is the worst so anyway uh, we were we were right in our Mackie and I were, were very close in our how we remembered it going down, which is that two is the best of the th- trilogy, one is second best, and three is a fucking abortion of a film. Uh, it's it's the proto-love guru and is just the fucking worst, and I got about 40 minutes into it and just went cross-eyed and couldn't watch any more of it. I was just like, this fucking sucks. Goldmember is so fucking bad. I disagree. That's fine. But uh, it's fucking terrible. The, the the best thing, though, of all three trilogies is still the opening credits of the first film. Somehow that just sets the tone for everything. It is the most, like, ridiculously over-the-top magical, like, here's what this is all going to be about. And that is still the best thing. When he's running away around a corner and then immediately comes back around the corner leading a marching band is just my favorite thing <laughs> in all three movies. Um the first film is just a collection of jokes and be- very much no story. The sec- the reason the second movie works is because it's a good mix of telling a story and jokes. The third is just, I don't know. <laughs> it's just bad. Uh, it's such a sad waste of Michael Caine. Oh, Wrong. come on. He's easily the best part of that movie. It, I, you're not wrong, but it, it deserves a better film. But I, all right. I, I, I don't know what broke in Mike Myers between two and three, but something broke, and it's just was that after the whole like weird Kanye West thing? <laughs> like he may have actually died on stage or whatever that day. No, you know? no that that was after this. Was it after that? Okay, yeah. <laughs> weird Kanye West. Thing. <laughs> I'm just saying no. that's like one of the no, most, I know. Yeah, it's one of the most <laughs> weird, awkward things I've ever seen a human go through. <laughs> or you could just yeah. like literally watch him die inside a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do true. I do? I'm Canadian for fuck's sake. <laughs> and I just, I found myself laughing more than I should have at the whole, the who does number two work for scene with <laughs> Tom Arnold. I just, I realize I kind of quote that every so often in unironic ways, <laughs> but like seeing it in action <laughs> and just realizing how fucking absurd that whole scene is. Just a guy in a stall next to you cheering you on while he thinks you're taking a massive shit. <laughs> He's like, yeah, tell that to who's boss. What the fuck is this? Careful, buddy, you're going to blow out a no-ring. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, yes, I've I have seen these too many times. I know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's just a thing that that runs out of steam. Like it, they they become self aware and just become up their own ass and they go real wrong. So, but whatever. All right. It, it was it was entertaining. You know. That's all I got. Okay. Well, shit. I, the, only thing, the only thing I will say is I, I, my only other defense about Goldmember is, man, like, I don't know who decided, but they really got on the Beyonce train long before she was mega famous. Like, I mean, that was like super early on in yes. her career. Like, they yes. got super lucky with that casting. Just, just saying. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. I felt like it was Beyonce like, would never do feel like it was like six months, <laughs> a year later. It was like, you know. She's on like Oprah tier of like you say that name with reverence, God damn it! <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm sorry, Beyonce. Damn it! Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, don't forget, like the third one is the one that starts with Tom Cruise and Kevin Spacey and Danny DeVito and I, I know Gwyneth Paltrow and all these crazy. <laughs> I I am aware. I I look. I'm not saying I love Goldmember end to end. I'm just saying like I think some of my favorite tiny moments are in that movie <laughs> of of the whole fucking stupid thing. Like I, it doesn't make any sense. Like I said, I I'm just I'm the kind of person that will like pick. Like I will allow this movie to exist because that's fucking hilarious. Like, it, what what was that piece of shit movie comedy? I feel like you, something you had me watch, and I was just like, I was so not on board, and I was just like passing by, and I was like, God damn it, that one line is fucking great. And I don't think you had me watch it. I think it was just like something I was like, oh, I'm gonna put this on in the background, and most of it pissed me off. And there was one thing I was like, that one fucking joke is so goddamn good. Oh, it was it was Rush Hour three, like Rush other, Hour three. Yeah. Yeah. It was like other than that one joke, it's like that movie just fucking sucks on toast, and that one line read is so goddamn good. It's like fuck you for existing in this movie. Like that is so funny. <laughs> it shouldn't be in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Rescue that joke and yeah. put it in a better film. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, the third ones always suck. Word. Anyway, is that it? I I. I think like that's going to be it. I feel like we played yeah. too many video games again and stuff. Yeah, we've been very busy with video games. Yeah, yeah. I admit I did use my new video game system to watch the Blu-rays of the Austin Powers movies. Ooh. So that was how it kind of happened. I was like, I need to test the Blu-ray player to see if they've made it better. Mm. I'll watch the Austin Powers movies because that came up recently and that's how that whole thing happened. So Apparently they didn't make the third one better for you. No, they did not. Yeah. But the Blu-ray player is fine. Okay. The oh, audio is not out of sync. It's great. Hooray. Yeah. Five jocks. <laughs> yes, I give my video game consoles five jocks. Great. Thank them for their service. Yes. The P- PlayStation hey. 5 series jocks. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if you wanted to thank us for our service, you could email us at bmf at bmfcast.com or go to the website bmfcast.com. Check out all the buttons on the right-hand side. All of that nonsense. Uh, hang out with us on Twitter, and uh, if you ask nicely, we'll we'll get you a link to the Discord. Um, also, uh, please send us money via Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash bmfcast. We are now, uh, I think we just reached a, a milestone, did we not? D- did we? Yeah, a, I think we did. A stupid one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 420 blaze it. Oh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, big that old milestone. We can, le- 
we can legally buy weed now and smoke it yes. on the show with the with the Patreon money. So mm. yes, look forward to us uh, somehow consuming four hundred dollars uh, worth of weed a month for the podcast. <clears throat> okay, challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I don't know how I would do that. I don't even know where to get weeds. It's easy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you want I weed? Get I'll get you weed. weed by three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Well, great. I can't wait. Yeah. I there's an app, I guarantee you. I'll do a drug. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's called Facebook. Um Ooh. I guess Facebook groups and stuff. Like it's a whole thing. Is it? But yeah, anyway, um send us money so we can spend it on drugs at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Maybe I'll trade my PS5 for drugs. <laughs> you might get a lot of drugs for that PS5. Yeah, I might get some some crack. Don't do crack, Chuck. Not yet. Come on. Come on. In 20 years, you are allowed to do crack. What? I'll allow it in 20 years. When you're in your what? 60s. I'm not going to live another 20 years. Look at me. <laughs> I want you to live another 20 years so that you can do crack. And I want you to play that clip in three years when I die. <laughs> of from crack? <laughs> Whatever. I mean, we're not the fucking force of nature here. We have some <laughs> lines we won't cross. Like, if you die of crack, we're not going to play a repeating phrase of BJ going, you can't do crack yet. Wait 20 years. <laughs> oh, oh, I will. I'll go. <laughs> I know. On, how Chuck amazing is the... would the Bamcast documentary be if... <laughs> if you died this weekend from crack, it'd be the best. If you somehow, yeah. if you somehow lose uh, an arm from a train, you're allowed to do crack. That's my rules. <laughs> or was it a car accident? <laughs> However, Def Leppard guy lost his arm. You can, if you do that, you can take crack. <laughs> Chuck is going to be right. running at trains this weekend. God damn it! <laughs> yes, often <laughs> just running at trains. This is strange. I feel like you should be angling for heroin if you're going to be doing this. <laughs> train spotting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy. Uh, anyway. We have fun here. Yeah. Chuck, please don't die of a drug overdose. Yeah. I like you too Don't much. worry. I might die of that fucking PS5 falling on me, the giant <laughs> fucking thing. Are you Wrong anchor, podcast. You didn't anchor that to the wall? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough banter and shit. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Alrighty. <laughs> I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And for Mackie, this is Bamcast Out. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.